Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas, a wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. Hey, everybody, this is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. Get your dance shoes on, folks, because this week we'll be featuring some hot Western swing music from the Texas trio, the Western Flyers. Down in the vault, music archivist Mark Jones has dusted off a fine gospel song from a couple of old friends of ours, and historian Charlie Sandage continues his discussion about what's worth keeping from our past. All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. The Texas trio, the Western Flyers, consists of Joey McKenzie on guitar and vocals, Katie Glassman on fiddle and vocals, and Gavin Kelso on upright bass and vocals. Both Joey and Katie being world-class fiddlers, along with Gavin's mastery of swing and jazz bass, you won't find better Western swing music anywhere this side of the Pecos. Here they are on our stage. or four years since I've been here and we're so excited to be back. Of course we love this part of the country and mm. 
And uh, I mean, you'd have to look a long time to find a prettier place than this. And, and, uh, and the Ozark Folk Center, I mean, of course, as musicians, we look at this room and I mean, this is a great room. Unbelievable. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we play all over the country and we played some nice rooms and this is right at the top of that list. And, and then, you know, of course, just the mountain view experience. You don't get that everywhere either. In my lonely heart there lingers A dream that haunts me again Of the girl with eyes like the flowers That bloom down on Blue Bonnet Lane I can see a pale moon rising Above a blue misty plain And I walk again with my darling in my memory once again Oh, the sweet, happy hours In my heart they will always remain Of the girl with eyes like the flowers That bloom down on Blue Bonnet Lane Oh, fiddle! In my lonely heart there lingers A dream that haunts me again Of the girl with eyes like the flowers That bloom down on Blue Bonnet Lane I can see a pale moon rising Above a blue misty plain And I walk again with my darling in my memory once again Oh, the sweet, happy hours In my heart they will always remain Of the girl with eyes like the flowers That bloom down on Blue Bonnet Lane Oh, one more time You know, I I was born in Oregon. I've been in, living in Texas for 30 years. Okay. So, uh, so I feel like a Texan. I think it's I think it's hard to put into words, but it it is a feeling, and you see it everywhere. You know, uh, so many 
homes have, you know, a Lone Star up somewhere or the state of Texas. And, and it is a, a point of pride. And, and you know, of course, uh, so many states have that, but, but Texas, uh, I've never seen... culture. Yeah, it does. And, and musically, um, you know, that's what brought me to Texas. And, uh, and there's a lot of pride in the music there. Yeah. And, and Texas is, uh, I think it's kind of a melting pot. And they've never been afraid to kind of mix it up a little bit and throw a little bit of this in there and a little bit of that in there. And, and uh, so, yeah, we, we definitely have that Texas pride and definitely feel it everywhere we go. This all really started with the fiddle. And, uh, you know, Bob Will's dad and, and grandfather were both fiddle players. And so they're playing the old Texas-style uh, breakdowns and the waltzes and playing for dances, playing fiddle music. 
Well, you know, when the 20s rolled around and uh, radio came to be, then that made the world a lot smaller place. So you could listen to music coming out of New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, and hearing jazz that maybe those folks never heard in their life. Then also with the advent of uh, recording and, and phonographs and jukeboxes and all of that stuff, uh, you could hear music from not only the United States, but all over the world. So Western Swing came to be, you know, a guy like Bob Wills, a country fiddle player, worked in the fields picking cotton next to the African-American folks, and they were singing the blues and they were singing uh, gospel music and then, you know, listening to the radio, you hear the early jazz bands and, and then the mariachi bands in Texas. So they started to work polkas in. And actually, the mariachis, they got the polkas from the German and Bohemian influence. And that's what brought in the accordion into that style of music. So over time, again, it was somebody like Bob Wills and Milton Brown and some of the early bands that were willing to take a little bit of this and a little bit of that and throw it all in the kettle and you get Western Swing.
you know, when you listen to the earliest recordings of Bob Wills and the, and the Texas Playboys, they were basically playing fiddle tunes and singing those fiddle tunes like, you know, in our band, Gavin sings Stay All Night, Stay a Little Longer. Well, that's that's a fiddle tune, mm-hmm. and it's a fiddle tune that words were written for. So those early songs, that's what they were. And then uh, in the early bands, they had tenor banjo playing rhythm, a couple guitars, a bass fiddle, and it was about it. Well, then you start seeing, you know, in the 30s, they started to come out with amplified instruments. So steel guitar, amplified, uh, and and a lot of Bob's guitar players were experimenting using parts from radios and stuff, making all kinds of crazy electric guitars that had three different kinds of pickups on them. And and they managed to sound great. I mean, it's some cool stuff. But yeah, you know, early on, it was it was simplistic country music that uh, that got more and more sophisticated. And and it got to the point where Western swing bands were playing the same gigs as Benny Goodman. Some hot western swing tunes from the Texas trio, the Western Flyers. They started that set with You're From Texas, followed by Blue Bonnet Lane, Right or Wrong, Estrellita, and finished up with the Carroll County Blues. We'll be hearing more good stuff from the Flyers in our show, but after this break, come with me down to the vault for a visit with my buddy Mark Jones. This is Ozark Highlands Radio.
Welcome back to Ozark Islands Radio. Here I am at the door to the vault. Down in the vault is where we keep all our recordings from over the last 40 years here at the Ozark Folk Center. And they are overseen by my friend Mark Jones. Let's go down and see him now. Hi, Dave. Mark, how you doing? I'm doing good. You look great. Well, thank you. You know, you're always finding stuff down here that you like to hear. What have you got this week? Dave, I found a recording of Bobby Hayes when he came up here. I guess he was up here and visited Bud Bell. They were friends there in Little Rock. And uh, Bobby come up, and he's singing tenor along with Bud and playing guitar. Bob's just a great entertainer. I know Bob had a gig in Little Rock for years and years. Just playing by himself uh, at various clubs, uh, Shakey's, I think, Pizza Place. Shakey. He played at the Leather Bottle down there. He's a fine yeah, entertainer. He is. And I'd like to hear this again. Just listen back and remember old memories. What have you got? What is it? It's uh, I'll Fly Away. Uh-huh. Would you like to hear it? I would. Let's hear it. Some bright morning when my life is over, I'll fly away to my home on God's celestial shore. I'll fly away. I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away in the morning. Oh, when I die, hallelujah, by and by. Pretty darn good. Those guys are good pickers, weren't they? They were good pickers. Yeah, I remember Bud Bell was the uh, program director here at the Folk Center back in the late 70s. He was. He was. And for me, he worked real good. He, uh, When I was here, he was. He liked what I did and 
I liked what he did. He was a good guitar player and a fine banjo player, too. A good banjo player. Well, Mark, that was great to hear them again. Thank you very much. I'll see you next week, okay? Thank you. Western swing is a subgenre of country music that developed in the 1920s and 30s in the West and South among the region's Western bands, like the Light Crust Doughboys and the Texas Playboys, fronted by the great fiddler Bob Wills. Our featured group this week, the Western Flyers, is carrying on in the Western swing tradition. weather and a change in the sea and from now on there'll be a change in me my walk will be different by talking my name nothing about me's gonna be the same i'm gonna change the way i'm living and if that ain't enough i'll change the way that i strut my stuff nobody wants you when you're old and gray There'll be some changes made today. There'll be some changes made. Here's that fiddle now. musical backgrounds but it comes down to the things that are similarly important to the three of us I mean that's what governs it you know some of my favorite stuff that we do in this band are our shuffles and fiddle tunes you know we're, we're a western swing band to be sure but I love playing country shuffles and the way they sing in that kind of style I love the fiddle I love just the hardcore fiddling so it's about taking something that is an important part of the history of the music that we play that's true I think of all of our repertoire and that's something that we want to be true it's we're always going to choose songs that are not only are great songs but have a good significant place in in the history of the music that we play they've got something to do with a great musician that we learned it off of they got something to do with a great album from which we took it and uh, did our own things to it we associate it with our musical heroes and try to put spins on it that also are consistent with the way songs were treated historically because the songs that were played by our heroes a lot of them predated them too and so 
just in how, how we choose them, that's, you know, we treat them the same way. So in how we select them and how we treat them and arrange them and we want to perform them, you know, we, we study it. I think we're all, I think it's safe to say that the three of us are music historians. You know, we perform this music, we love this music, but, you know, we, we really care about learning about it. And we want that to inform all parts of it. So that, that's to me how, I, how we select material and how we play it for people.
of course, we have our heroes and the albums we listen to and the favorite versions of those songs. And we will, you know, steal licks and steal, you know, this and that from different musicians mm -hmm. and artists and versions. But we really try to put our own spin on it. And so we take a lot of time, and, and our band, of course, is a lean band. There's only three of us. So it's important when you're lean that you each person covers a good amount of territory and fills things up so you sound, you know, bigger than the sum of the parts. And we try to put our own spin on these tunes, but also to honor the music that we love. So, you know, if Bob Wills were to magically walk into one of our shows and hear us playing one of his songs that... We hope that he would say, hey, I love that, not what did you do to my music? <laughs> <laughs> so it's important for us to uh, to do our own thing, but also to be caretakers. That's right. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a really good point.
It's something really, I think, in Texas that doesn't exist anywhere else, at least to that extent. There's places in the middle of nowhere where there's a gas station and a, a little post office and a giant dance hall. And people will come for miles around to congregate there and listen to great music and dance and have a good time. And, and it's a big part of Texas music and culture. And, and that still exists in Texas. You know, there's fewer of them than there once was, but they get together and they drink beer and they eat homemade sausage and, and dance and play and listen to music. There's, there's so many that, uh, and, and, and you know, we've lost a lot of them. Four more hot tunes from the Western Flyers. In that set, they played There'll Be Some Changes Made, The Milk Cow Blues, I'll See You In My Dreams, and they finished up with an old-time fiddle tune, The Seneca Square Dance. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Charlie Sandage will continue his quest into what's worth keeping. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. 
Author, folklorist, and songwriter Charlie Sandage has been exploring a problem that all of us ask at some time or another. Here's Charlie. Well, did you ever have cannon made with fluffy pickled cream with the greens and scallions mingled like a picture in the dream? And did you ever poke a hole on top to hold the melting flake of the creamy flavored butter that our mothers used to make? The Ozark Folk Center is all about roots. And when it comes to literal roots, ones found on the ground that produce things folks might eat or wear or use in other ways, Tina Wilcox, head gardener and herbalist, is the walking library you would want to consult. So when I asked Tina our thematic question for the interview, what's worth keeping, what of all the center does is still useful in the 21st century, I was surprised that she wanted to talk about music, land, neighbors, and the art of living just close enough together and just far enough away before getting around to gardening. I learned to play guitar in the late 60s. And I listened to music, and most of the time it was rock and roll music, top 40. And I learned my folk music in public schools, especially in elementary grades. I would be pretentious to say that I am an old-time folk musician because I bring to my music my authentic self. I cannot emphasize enough how much I value and treasure the true playing of old-time music. And that goes with the kinds of open tunings and the way of delivery of the music in such a very clean fashion and portrays a sound that I've, I would never be able to give it. And so for me, it's all worth keeping. Like Ozark settlers before her, Tina blended what she brought with her with what was already in place. And with her longtime musical collaborator, Marion Spear, created a unique duo called Urban League. That's H-E-R-B-I-N apostrophe Urban League. And their striking harmonies and wit have become a staple on stage in the Ozark Folk Center Auditorium. Then, on choosing to live in the Ozark Hills. Uh, having moved here on purpose and rooted myself in the Ozarks, what I, I want to keep forever for myself and for friends that might come here is the trust that I have in my neighbors, the safety I feel in where I live, and the respect for each other's privacy and belief systems. Her neighbors aren't next door. She lives on 28 wooded Ozark acres, but... I was really mad when my neighbor put a nightlight out, and so she put on a motion detector light so that it wouldn't stay on, except that she had a cat who liked to play with the light. <laughs> the neighbors don't toss empty cans into nearby ditches. They do something more neighborly. They hang them on twigs along the road so that they're easy to get by a fellow that's around there that collects aluminum and cashes it in once a year to buy something for his house. But uh, what I do know is if I were stuck in those same ditches, that the first one that would come along with the chain would pull me out of there. And I'd go on about my business, and so would he. Tina described visits to the grocery store that take hours because folks stop her for hugs and conversation. Folks that she knows hold far different political views from her own. Then, after a while, gardening. I think, Charlie, I was a born gardener. As far back as I can remember, I wanted to be outside, and I wanted to be 
crushing up leaves and smelling them and planting things. My, my first vegetable garden was in the sixth grade, and, and I got a whole bunch of neighbor kids to help me put it in, too, which is another part of my, my charm, because <laughs> I'm a pretty good Tom Sawyer. But um, there's nothing like sinking a shovel into good loam and pressing back and smelling the earth and the earthworms and the decaying humus and all of that. It's just a, it's just a really delicious, almost drug. And then mentally, it's very stimulating because from the soil and the living organisms within that soil, all the way up through how the plant grows and processes carbon dioxide and sunlight into sugar is endlessly interesting because it's, it's chemical and it's physics. And then you go into the history of how people use those plants, which is ethnobotany. So there's studies the whole world over of how people utilize plants for their living. Turning to the Ozark Folk Center's gardens and the interpretive programming around them, Tina surprises once again, beginning farther back in the history of growing things in this challenging place than you might expect. When we just take the thought of the Osage, hunting and gathering in these parts and consider that plants were at the very basis of survival. It was about the food. It was about some parts of the clothing and the softness of the cattail fluff for the moccasins. It was about making cordage. It was about the medicine. It was everything. You could have animals for your protein, but you still had to have plants for the animals to eat. So you start right there with our culture in this region and then move into the different folks that moved through here and some that settled and how they utilized the trees for their cabins, the poke salad and the dandelion and the chickweed and all those plants that came up early after a winter of no greens that gave them the iron and the minerals to get back out there and build some more. And then the whole aspect of figuring out where they could actually grow crops on this sandstone soil, which is so poor in minerals. So they learned and knew to go to the bottoms and to take out the sycamores and, and make their crops down in the bottoms and have it down there where the water table was a little higher and, and then what to grow. Much more was to come in that conversation more than enough to return to at another time, and we will. Okay then, are we having fun yet? Yeah. <laughs> you guys are really party animals. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. I'd like to finish this week's show with a few more tunes from the Western Flyers. Their music is a distinctive cross-section of the great American songbook, authentic Western swing, hot jazz and swing standards, cowboy songs, and electrifying old-time fiddle tunes. Here's three more from the Western Flyers.
you know, I don't know if I don't know if I remember the first dance spot that we played, the first dance hall, and, and playing this music in in a dance in in Texas. But I can what I can say in terms of memory and dances is if I were to talk about we played a lot, a lot of great places. Five favorite gigs go. What immediately starts flooding my mind is dances. <laughs> we played them in yeah. Colorado. We played them in Australia. We played them in Texas. Um, but there's there's nothing like playing for a rowdy group of people that are listening and participating in that. I mean, that's what like, so like I said, you couldn't say it. You can say this a lot of ways, but that's what this music is about. It's interactive. Yeah, I mean, it, it's dance music. That's the that's the function that it serves. And we've played in concert halls. And you know places where it's <laughs> it's an art event, and we love that too. Sure. But, but I mean, this music is is dancing, and we like we like when there's beer being had and a good time being had by all. And so, not my first Texas uh, dance hall experience, but most of my favorite Western Flyers gigs have been have been dances. I would say the same.
And, and we uh, we do love this music and, and we feel a responsibility, you know, beyond playing it to try to help perpetuate it for future generations. And, and uh, you know, in this day and age, there's a, there's a lot of competition out there, whether it's musical or, you know, heck, people can buy Netflix for 10 bucks a month and watch 9 million movies. And... <laughs> And so, and, and all different kinds of music. And, and uh, so we, we really try to get young people involved in it mm -hmm. and try to teach them to do it what we like to think of as the right way. Mm. You know, not a watered down uh, version, but the real deal that, that uh, you know, passes the smell test. Oh, that's it. Sally. She lives way down on Shinbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door. The next house over is a grocery store. Stay all night, stay a little longer. Dance all night, dance a little longer. Pull off the coat, throw it in the corner. I don't see why you don't stay a little longer.
The Western Flyers, knocking out a medley of leather britches and jacket diamonds, a cowboy song along the Navajo Trail, and a Texas Playboys classic, Stay All Night, Stay a Little Longer. I hope you enjoyed our show this week. We'll be back next week with more good music recorded here in Mountain View, Arkansas, the folk music capital of the world. This is Dave Smith. Have a great week. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from the Committee of 100, proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. Arkansas State Parks, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. And by Stone Bank, with deep roots in Mountain View and a deep respect for those who preserve our heritage. More information about what it means to bank Boulder is at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar.